So, this morning, we've gathered here as God's people to be in his presence and to worship him. But I wonder, have you ever caught yourself thinking, well, maybe, maybe I'm coming to communion, but maybe God doesn't want me like this. Or maybe I can't come to church when there's all this going on in my life. Or I can't pray when this is what's happening. Why should I do that? Or maybe you just thought you wouldn't be made welcome if you walked through those doors. Well, I think this morning's passages have a really clear message for us if we've ever had even the slightest inkling that we might not be made welcome. If we've ever wondered that God couldn't use us to reach out to those around us. Let me read to you again what we've just heard. And this is using a contemporary translation from the Greek by N.T. Wright. Listen again to what Jesus says to us. Wonderful news for the poor in spirit. The kingdom of heaven is yours. Wonderful news for the mourners. You're going to be comforted. Wonderful news for the meek. You're going to inherit the earth. Did you hear that? No matter what is going on in your life, Jesus says he has wonderful news for you. I find it interesting because those people, well, maybe they're not the people we'd expect Jesus to be reaching out to with wonderful news. Maybe we'd have expected him to say, I've got wonderful news for the people who pray all the time or in church all the time are really religious. Or maybe, I've got wonderful news for those whose lives are fantastic, who have a great job, a great family, everything's great. You are really blessed. Do you think that's what you'd expect? But no, look what he says. Look who it is. It's just people like us. He says that it's the people who know they're not good enough. The poor in spirit. So that's people who who maybe think they can't do it by themselves. Well, we can't, can we? We need Jesus to do it with us. And he says he has wonderful news for those who are mourning. And maybe maybe they're mourning because they've lost someone. Or maybe they're mourning because life hasn't turned out the way they thought. Or maybe they're mourning because so much they just feel the weight of their own sinfulness. And God says, I have wonderful news for you. And also, look at that last one. Wonderful news for the meek. Wonderful news for those who don't always fight for their own way. doesn't mean be a victim, but it means don't be pushy. Do you know, I think that's wonderful news for you and for me, don't you think? But what is the good news? What is it that he's promising us? And again, it isn't quite what you'd expect. He doesn't say, don't worry, when you get to heaven, it'll all be all right. No, 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 that's not what he says. And first off, he doesn't say, do anything. He says, be. He has wonderful news for us as we are. And when he does talk about heaven, look, well, 
maybe that's not in the way we sometimes think. Because he talks here about the kingdom of heaven, or in Luke's version, the kingdom of God. And that is the place where God's power and values hold sway. And he says that we can be part of it. And what's more, he promises that it starts now. Look, the kingdom of heaven is yours. It rather sounds as if the kingdom starts now. And it means not just the kingdom of heaven, but also something happens on earth. Now, maybe this sounds familiar to you. Maybe it sounds as if Jesus is saying that his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is that a familiar phrase? We say it most weeks, don't we, in the Lord's Prayer. His will will be done starting now on earth as it is in heaven. I think that that is part of a new way of seeing and being. It doesn't mean everything's going to disappear and become perfect instantly, but it means that God is here with us. His kingdom is coming. Things are starting to change. I think it's wonderful news. But what does it really mean? What will happen if we take this on board? How will God transform us if we start to live as if this is true? And I think that that's what the psalm had to say. It was a beautiful psalm with this wonderful imagery of a tree planted by streams of living water. And when we dig deep into the word of God, when we trust him with our lives, when we study his word and are rooted in him, well, then we grow into the men and the women that he wants us to be. And I think that this is a powerful message for us in this place. I think that God could do such amazing things with us in Camborne if we really put our roots down into him. We accepted that he wants us just as we are and that he wants us to thrive like this tree. Now there's a song which uh, some of you may have heard if you've been following the small group notes through the vision exercise. It was linked out of one of the weeks and it's called Thrive by a group called Casting Crowns. And they wrote this song based on Psalm 1, talking about exactly that. How if we dig down into God's word, plant ourselves in his streams of living water, then we'll thrive. And I think it draws together both the message that Jesus was giving in the Beatitudes and the reading from Psalm 1. So maybe you'd like to close your eyes or, or just look at this picture. And I'm going to read you the start of the song. Here, in this worn and weary land, where many a dream has died, like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts 
and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known, we lift your name on high, shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide. We know we were made for so much more than ordinary lives. It's time for us to more than just survive. We were made to thrive. I really believe that that is the wonderful news that God wants us to take on board this morning. He doesn't promise an easy life or quick fixes. But if we put our roots down, he will help us to thrive and grow strong. And this tree, well, it's this wonderful picture of us, don't you think? It's a picture of a believer, of a follower. And Mark Hall, who, who wrote this song, he's commented, this is a picture of what a believer, a follower of Jesus, would look like if they dug into their roots and understood God and themselves more. I believe that this is a new way of seeing and being that God is calling us all to here in Camborne. And it's wonderful news. Listen, it's time for us to more than just survive. We were made to thrive.